Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Wednesday, June 27. It is also Bike to Work Day in Boulder. Yes, it is. We have a station at the church that's serving breakfast from 6.30. 5 a.m. we arrive. Well, we'll be there at 5, but breakfast won't be served until 6.30 to 9. Last year, we actually biked to the church because we lived only three miles away then. Now we live 18 miles miles away. away. Well, it's 18 miles of... A really bad road with hardly any shoulder where people do not know how to drive. Dangerous road. We are going to be shamefully driving to... I'm going to drive and then about five yards from the church, I'm going to get my bicycle out and ride. We could do that. I'm kidding. (laughs) Five yards. We could ride from somewhere. But yes, if you happen to be in Boulder and if you're listening and if you have a bike or if you don't, whatever, you can show up for breakfast. Yeah. We have some good stuff as we always do. Please do. Please come and join us. All right. So... Anyway, um, did I say that it's Daily Walk? Did I say that I'm Becky de Oliveira? I don't think I did. No, and I'm Jason de Oliveira. Good. We're the Bike and to Work crew. Let's, uh, let's pray for uh, the text today that we're going to read and uh, for the middle of the week as well. Pray for all the cyclists that yeah. everything will go well. Yeah, that it goes also. well today. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, just uh, thank you for the middle of the week. Thank you for all that's going on. Thank you for uh, Bike to Work Day as well, encouraging everybody to be healthy and to look after the community and the earth that we live in. Uh, God bless it. Bless us today. Bless this text that we read as well as we apply it to our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. We are back in the English Standard Version today, Romans three twenty-one through 31. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by His grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by His blood, to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? By law of works? No, but by the law of faith. For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles also? Yes, of Gentiles also, since God is one. Who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith? Do we then overthrow the law by this faith? By no means. On the contrary, we uphold the law. All right. So, and our question today is this. Uh, What if God doesn't apply the same rules to everyone? What if our salvation isn't based on how well we follow the rules? Uh, Elias, these are good questions. What if God doesn't apply the same rules to everyone? And what if our salvation isn't based on how well we follow the rules? Well, that would be super awesome. I think. Yeah, it would be. It'd be great, but it'd be annoying for some people. It would be annoying for people who've spent a lot of time following all the rules. Yeah, and there's so many stories in the Bible that say this same thing. Like that what guy. Same thing? Oh, like a teach- person who tries really hard. Oh, like the older brother, the prodigal mm-hmm. son, you know, yep. the brother that stays home and yep. does. And, you know, I can get his point, actually. Yeah. 
I know. You kind of think, well, I I hear a lot of people make similar comments, you know. um, What's the point of saving your money and being frugal and doing all these things that you're supposed to do if you can just be Mm -hmm. bailed out in some way by someone else? I don't know that that happens People don't like the thief on the cross? No. And some people do love the thief on the cross. Yeah, I guess it depends on whether you can see yourself as the thief or as the prodigal uh-huh. or if you see yourself always as the responsible one. Yeah. So oldest children will struggle with this in particular. Yeah. I guess because well, there is that good feeling that comes I think I mean this this is even something that we tell people all the time that you get a feeling of satisfaction when you've put work into something and you've achieved it. So in a way what does that say about something like salvation where it doesn't matter how much work you put into and you can't achieve it? then where does your satisfaction come from? Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. It's, it's, there's the, also the story in the Bible where these, the workers come out to work in the field, right? And uh, the owner of the field pays them all the same. And the person comes at the end of the day and that person works like one hour and they get paid the same as the person who worked the entire day. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, well, what's up with that? Or the wedding feast, right, where where they get invited and nobody wants to come to it. And then he says, well, just go out and get everybody on the sidewalks and everywhere else. And they come and he says, give them the wedding garments. And they're like, what's up with that? And th- these stories are all to demonstrate over and over again just how much God says, my gift of salvation is irrespective of you. You just accept it no matter what state you're in. I give it to you. That's mind-blowing to a lot of people because... Yeah, and I feel this way with students that they feel as if, you know, if they put a lot of work into a mm-hmm. paper or a test, they expect to get a better grade than someone who doesn't. So sometimes, you know, there are certain things where I give people grades based on whether or not they did the thing, not how mm-hmm. well they did, and that enrages a certain type of person. But I think, I don't know, what do you care? You got an A, so what's the there... problem? I guess they're thinking well, I could have done nothing and gotten an A also. And I think, but are you that kind of a person? Because here's me. I am not the kind of person who's going to do nothing. I'm going to do the best that I can, even if I could get away with doing less. So the kind of person who wants to get an A to me is the kind of person who's going to do their best regardless of whether they could get it for doing much less because it's a matter of personal pride. Yeah. So I don't know, should it bother us that somebody who doesn't do as well either because they're lazy or maybe they just don't have as much aptitude for being a good person gets into heaven. Do you remember that story I told you about one of the classes, one of my very first classes at college, uh, my first year, I think it was. And, and the professor said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do this spot quiz with you guys every week. And, uh, and I think we asked, is there any points to this? When you say spot quiz, do you mean like a pop quiz? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And so we're just going to do this test and, uh, and you know, and we asked, you know, this is, is this part of our grade? And the teacher said, oh, it's not part of your grade. Just, I just want to oh, see how you guys are doing. It was. Oh my goodness. You played yeah. the old switcheroo on you. Well, you today. You can never do that now. You, you can't do it sued. today. No, no today no. you'd be sued. You'd be sued Absolutely. today for, that's not in the curriculum. Breach of contracts. Yeah. Syllabus. But back in those days, you know, in the early 2000 90s. years <laughs> BC, uh, Professors were allowed to do all sorts of things like that. So, so clearly we did the tests all quarter long. And then at the end, some of us took it seriously, some didn't. And then he said, hey, you know what? Those tests were really valuable to me and they're now worth this percentage can I, of your grade. Can I just make a guess? I would bet that you were one who did not take them very seriously. You know, seriously. we don't need to share uh, <laughs> what, just, we don't need to share what I felt about that. Knowing something of your 
I yeah your yeah. academic yeah yeah you mess. know. Yeah, Back you in know, that period of time. I don't think we need to share what I was thinking about <laughs> that. But let's just say that that I was maybe one of the few people who were just like, what? <laughs> I was shocked. I was shocked. I don't know. I guess whether you're mad about this or not would depend on how you feel about having to follow the rules. If you felt really constrained during your life, like you would have done things differently if you'd known that it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. I guess if you feel that way, you should just, you should live your life. You know, do what you're going to do. Um I often think that 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 I don't I don't think that people should operate life according to should maybe that I should maybe do this, I God should do that. is applying the same rules to everyone and the same rule is that He loves everybody and it doesn't matter what they do salvation is available to all yeah okay so maybe maybe we would say actually He does apply the same rules but although it would be fairly galling I have to say to if, arrive. To arrive in heaven and have somebody really awful, like a completely unrepentant mass murderer, for instance, in heaven, that would be like, well, how did that happen? Because I think most of us make a distinction between someone like that and just somebody who's not that into following the rules. You know, yeah. They... I think the dilemma that we have, and, and here's the thing, let, let's just be really frank about this because this is the most complicated thing. Salvation is is ours without us having to, having to do anything to receive it. The response to salvation um, is always there. We, we need to respond to the salvation. And we do because we love God, and so therefore we follow God. So there are these things that we do in following God. The difficulty is that we often associate following God as our way of earning salvation, and we mm. confuse that all the time. And it's just so, it's such a fine line that it's just so easy to slip into the place saying, well, I kind of got it, you know. I kind of earned yeah. it. And I think we, we struggle with that. Um, but, hey, look, our time's up, so think about it, uh, my friends, today. Think about what if God doesn't apply the same rules to everyone? What if our salvation isn't based on how well we follow the rules? And uh, look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.